We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. I'm so excited to sit down with today's comedian. But before I do so much news happening in my world in Kristen land, that's not a thing. Let's not ever call it that again. First off, um, I have found a way for you to join my lesbian army. Oh my God. Uh, I made a joke about it on stage months ago and people have been asking ever since, how do we join your lesbian army? And if I'm not gay, can I join your lesbian army? And the lesbian army is a thing. You do not have to be gay to join. You can be any of the letters of the alphabet mafia, none of the letters, or you could be a cat. I don't care, but you can join my lesbian army by joining my Patreon at any level. And now we have a monthly exclusive VIP newsletter just for lesbian army members. How exciting is that? Um, the newsletter has uh, where I'm going to be. It's got some fun content. It also has cat of the month, um, which is some cat that I've met the owner somewhere. Uh, they've submitted the picture and some stories about their cat. I did a little bit of research and I found the cutest, most exciting, most interesting cat uh, that month. So uh, do subscribe to the, the newsletter just for that alone. Um, there's also a bonus video, um, a, a, a Mad Lib for you to play. That's just for you uh, and other things. Also, I'm on Cameo. So uh, check me out on Cameo. If you want to give the unique gift of me, I write a song for everybody that gets a Cameo. Um, and of course, you know, check out my website, kristenkey.com uh, because I am Kristen Key and I'm the host of this crazy mess. Today's guest is hilarious. She just got back from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. She's a hilarious comedian and she's also one of the hosts of the very, very good podcast, Hammered Heroes and Villains. Please go check that out right now. Hey, computer lady. Play that interview with Sophie Santos. Playing interview with Sophie Santos. So Sophie, it's so nice to meet you. Nice to have you on the show. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to be here. Oh my God. So you just got back from uh, Edinburgh, right? I did. I just got back, although I'm taking my time. I was I was uh, in Edinburgh performing at the Fringe Festival, um, which was awesome. And then I, uh, everyone was asking where I was going afterward. They were like, all the Brits, all the Australians were like, are you going on holiday? And I was like, no, I'm just going to go back. And they were like, but everyone goes on holiday. And I was like, oh, so you're saying I have to take a vacation. You're telling me I have to take a vacation. So um, I did end up uh, going on holiday <laughs> and staying in London. But it was also mainly to like, avoid the jet lag because okay. I knew that because you know London to California I'm based in California that's like a that's a lot that's it's like a lot, an eight hour yeah. time that's an eight hour time difference yeah and so I would say part of it was also actively avoiding the jet lag but then I wanted to act I, I was too scared to go all the way back to LA for jet lag reasons so I'm, I'm in Chicago with my mom and then You're I'm just little by little getting closer it's just like oh okay UK time then we'll do central maybe mountain in between yeah. just we like... gotta do mountain you know we gotta help <laughs> those guys out you know they don't have enough uh reps you know well you got great world. reviews online from Edinburgh I just looked you up and like people uh people said nice things so how does that feel how does that feel to go out <laughs> and and uh, do your your show was it Sophie Santos is codependent so yes which yep. is so fun Sophie to admit Santos to the world how fun was that it was great. I actually even had uh, I had buttons that said former codependent, uh, uh, which was great that a lot of people were wearing around town. Um, and uh, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like I didn't realize I was codependent until I was broken up with. And then at first I was like, this is a really bad thing. And then I was like, wait, I'm just going to embrace it. And, uh, 
and uh, I guess do the inner work and then make a show about it. How did it go from breakup um, to I'm going to put this in, you know, one of the largest <laughs> comedy festivals in the world? Well, it's funny. I, I wasn't planning on writing a show about the breakup because I was too devastated at the time because it was my partner of four years. Um, but okay. when we were, it's like nine or 10 yeah. And, and yeah, that's a long time for lesbians. lesbians. Yeah. 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 It's a really long time. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, we've we lived so at the time <laughs> we've lived so many we're lifetimes like in we're four like years, dog, yeah. like dog years, you know? Yeah. It's like, was it one year per seven? It's like one to seven or something for Doug. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I, I no, no, I'm, I'm with you on the math. I'm like, it is, it really is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. It's great. Like great. How time so goes when you're is. dreaming. It's like, Oh my God, I had 30 yeah. years in my dream, but I've only been asleep for an hour, you know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So I, I feel really, I feel really seen right now. Um, so we, and at the time too, just, I have to throw this in here. It was the pandemic, which was, I realized now out of the pandemic, it was make or break, right? You either stay together or you didn't like, I mean, obviously that's really the only two options, but it was like a hard, like, you realize this is the person or you realize it's not, right? Or at least the version of the relationship that you have, people can change. That's a whole other podcast. But basically, I um, <laughs> now I go on this spiritual soapbox. I'm like, and actually, in, in what lifetime you decide to be on. <laughs> I just go make some popcorn. But, uh-huh. Keep going. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. So, uh <laughs> The pandemic was going on and of course like everyone else in the world to save money because we were unemployed we moved into a house literally next door to her parents um so when i was broken up with i was living next door to her parents which is just chef's kiss right yeah she wasn't there she was at a job and i'm not dogging her because it's just like this is just the truth like he got a really big job a career changing opportunity which I'm so happy that she actually I'm so happy that she she did it um but at the time I wasn't able I didn't realize I was codependent so I wasn't able to, to regulate my emotions with her gone so she was in like Pennsylvania and I was living next door to her parents isn't that crazy it's it's a sitcom for sure but yeah because yeah. <laughs> well, it's I like mean, for you it's like oh that's terrible for the outside world we're like and and then what and, happened <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah right so the thing is, it's like, so the point is I wasn't planning on writing a show about it, but then I basically just went on this journey through the breakup and it was just truly to like figure out my life and get my shit together. And once I was sort of through the, the hurricane, right, the eye of the storm, and I was able to like, you know, do comedy about this specific thing, I started to realize like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, this actually is insane. Like, yeah. This is the start of a movie. The fact that I was broken up with and I lived next to her parents. And then I, and then I went on a road trip. I, I drove across country because I couldn't live anywhere in New York. Cause of course everything was her, right. you know, I couldn't every borough. I, I was just like, well, we did that. Wow. I was okay, I was just like, wow. You have to, you have to avoid, you know, all of, all of the greater New York area for one person. That is an intense relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and even some other States, you know? So I was like, I just got to go to the West coast, baby. Let's just, <laughs> just go say, let's just let's put Florida, Florida and Mississippi in there for fun. Yeah. Cause that's the reason we want to avoid it. <laughs> um, sure. sure. Yeah. I'm sure we all have exes uh, so, there. That's, that's the only reason why. Yeah. So then I, and then I went on a road trip and there's just crazy things that happen. And I just, and people were like, this is a thing. This is a story you should tell. Cause I didn't, uh, I, I have a memoir, so I'm used to writing about my life, but this was such a personal relationship that I didn't really want to write about it. Um, but yeah, I'm really highlighting my neuroses throughout the whole thing. So yeah, it's fun, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying it's a sitcom. For sure. For sure. Well, and, and people seem to very much enjoy it. And I think it's, uh, I don't know, it gives visibility to, um, 
that it's okay to have a space for emotions. It's okay to have a space to realize you're not okay. I mean, there's a lot of real good, good things that, that come out of your story. So it's, it's an also important story to tell. So thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. My pain is, is your therapy. I'm really happy about it. And that. entertainment. Don't forget that. And, and, enter, <laughs> and then, you know, and it's a musical on top of everything else. So you get the singing, you get the dancing, you get the, yeah. This breakup has everything. Where in the breakup, where did the, the ultimatum queer love fall into your <laughs> process? ultimatum queer love um fell into ultimatum queer love we were healed we were ready for some drama we were ready to actually it was funny because I was like as I was watching it I was like well um they just need to do the inner work they're just not doing they're not regulating their emotions and I was like the whole time I was just like if they would talk to my life coach they'd be fine is that why we watched it because I mean every every queer person I know was just like oh that show's garbage I'm like oh did you stop watching they're like no I watched every episode and the reunion I'm like okay so we all had similar opinions like this show's terrible but I'm gonna watch every single second of it because I think I was the same way I'm like I'm looking at everybody and like finding like oh here's what's wrong with their relationship I know exactly what I would do to fix them like yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No. Well, and also it's funny though, because yeah, you're, that's so true. Everyone said it was bad except they knew everything about it. Yeah. And the other thing too, is though it actually got better. And I think by the time we got to the reunion for me, the entire show was worth it just for the reunion, because oh. I, that was one of the best reunions it was I feel so like I've ever seen out of a, out of a show, not the best, but it's up there. It was pretty damn good. All right. So of the couples, and I'm just going to, I have it pulled up over here. So people listening, okay. if you're familiar with the show, I'm going to go over all the couples we had, we'll go from the, uh, like, whatever, doesn't matter. They're in no order. Uh, Aussie and Sam, uh, <laughs> yeah. which we remember Aussie was the, had issues and <laughs> Sam was the quiet one. Uh, yeah. Vanessa and Xander, Vanessa was crazy. And Xander, we'll talk about them. Uh, Tiff and Mildred, uh, Yoli and Mal, Mal and Lexi and Raylan. Who were your favorites? Before the reunion, I was obsessed with Xander and Yoli. Pre-reunion. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was here for it. Because if anything, Xander just Xander just needed to know that they could love themselves. They just needed to know sure. that there are other people out there. Because they were just so, they were so trapped. They didn't know. Because yeah. I think they had dated first relationship sort of thing. Seem like know. it. Yeah. And the picture the the I remember the very beginning of the show, the picture of Xander before short hair and after like Xander was going through a lot in a short a period of time, because I feel like a lesbian haircut is an indication that there is big change on the yeah. the winds of change are blowing. <laughs> yeah, the way. <laughs> well, in the yo, let me just let's let's talk the yo, okay. the, the, um, the, the Xander Yoli like hookup over because my wife and I have we slightly disagreed on this one because if it's TV and it's not our relationship man I love to watch people cheat on each other I just think <laughs> it's the most fun I mean when you're a part of it it is just terrible but you know whatever we've been married for 10 years so to watch other couples cheat just like well this is fun this is yeah. fun good <laughs> yeah, for them exactly. yeah but is it cheating oh great question is it cheating Cause I mean, it depends on like what conversation did they have, but then there's a lot of, like, you literally are signing these contracts, you know, you for- know, you're going on a show mm-hmm. where you're going to have to date somebody else. And I think to be fully present, I don't think sex would be the first thing I'd go to, but it would be like, yeah, I just feel like you, you, you know what you're doing. Cause it's, the fact that it, like, yeah. got so upset about the finger gate. <laughs> 
I love that there's a thing called Fingergate on a lesbian reality TV show. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm here for it. This is why I'm gay. This I is- want a t-shirt and we should make t-shirts that say <laughs> Fingergate. Finger- yes. Hashtag I'm in. Fingergate. <laughs> um, I, was, I was obsessed with, I was like, Lexi, like she was still talking about it. Like yeah. at the reunion, which you know, that's a year later. And then when they broke up, sorry, spoiler alert, they broke up. Everybody broke uh, up. Everybody, everybody broke up. This was like, this was a hurricane for eight relationships. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful hurricane. It was my favorite thing I've ever seen. Not to get off on another tangent, but the thing that's great to me is if you look at the Netflix, um, like Netflix has like a specific website now for like after the show or something, I guess that they do. And you look at all the interviews with all the cast and every single person is basically talking about, I learned, (laughs) what I learned through this show is that I need to go back um, to my childhood trauma and I need to work on myself and it was like the most lesbian thing because like when you get like straight like straight reality tv it they're not working on themselves they're just back on another reality show but they're also scarred and realize that these are patterns of behavior that they've been doing and that they need to stop it and it's just so funny um if you just go back and read it's great it's the best I do love that about lesbians I think that's why lesbians usually have hope I mean, there's a, like, I know some lesbians are just a hot mess, yeah. but usually we are, we're always trying to improve. It's like, well, we broke up and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do a cleanse and I'm going to talk to a therapist and I'm going to whatever, get sober curious or whatever the things are. And they go back into a relationship with like a, a better attitude and usually shorter hair, but yeah. <laughs> and I realized that, you know, it's because my dad left when I was six and that's why I cling on to every woman around me. Um, and, um, and I realized that. So thank you. And also a lot of thank yous. Thank you you so much for the time that we spent together. Thank you. I learned a lot from this relationship. Well, now I follow two of them on TikTok because of stuff like this. They'll do these videos that are all making fun of like, like, you know, like first one to speak has to go back on a reality TV show. And so it's, they're they're very funny, very funny, but which one, who do you follow? Um, this was, it's, uh, Xander and, oh, who's she? Raylan? Is it Raylan? Oh, Ray. With? Yeah, Xander and Ray hang out. Are yeah. they together? I are they just friends? don't think so. they said not. They said no. They just they're buds and okay. they hang out, make videos together, which make more okay. sense. I think if they were partners, they wouldn't make as many videos, Maybe or not. they'd all be all over Maybe. each other in the videos. I don't know. I feel like lesbians have two. I don't know. And that's like, you know, we're together, but <laughs> yeah, we it's... don't we don't like to be photographed together, or we're always making out. Oh yeah, there really is one or the other. There's no, there's no alternative. Yeah. It's, it's weird. We, what are you? We're, we're never, yeah. We're just never online together. Yeah. What, like our anniversary yeah. or Halloween will go a, like a Halloween picture, but we're never like, uh, you know, like yeah. we're married. You're not like making out. We're married. Yeah. We do that stuff. Like, like on our anniversary when it's make out time <laughs> and not <laughs> with a camera on. date. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone else in the world. Steve Martin's birthday, Arbor day, you know, yeah, <laughs> the anniversary game. of one of our hysterectomies. But <laughs> That's great. On gay days, so if you went on the show, you would take it very seriously. Like, do you think you would have hooked up with somebody if you went on the show? Because I've thought about, I've told, because my wife was like, "What would you have done?" I'm like, I can't play hypotheticals if we are still pretending we're married. Let's say I'm with my ex. Way easier. I'm with my ex. My ex and I decide to go on the show. Somebody, I think, unless they paired me with Aussie, which they may have. It would, yeah, it would depend. Like if I had yeah. crazy chemistry with somebody, yeah. 
because you can't can get, get upset. crazy chemistry with people so easy though. <laughs> like, I don't know how you are. Like, <laughs> oh, oh we've been in the same room together for like 10 hours. Shit. We're probably, something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That also just might be the lesbian way. I don't know. <laughs> she brought me a cup of coffee. What was I supposed yeah. to do? Yeah. It's you know? just so nice, you know? So it was who, a nice thing. <laughs> it was nice. She thought she knew my name. Who, <laughs> who do you think you would have vibed with? I don't want to get you in any trouble at all, but I'm just curious. No, like, no, I, I don't. Okay. I didn't really, I wasn't attracted to like any of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, thought Mal was like hot and like a fun cool personality. Was, and, like I Mal was hot. I was like all for Vanessa for like the first 40 minutes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? For, like for about 40 minutes, I was like, yeah, I like her. She's funny. She's bubbly. What a great smile. This is great. And then right. I was like, oh, oh no. I have like three types and she's the crazy one. And I love crazy women, but I don't date them. I mean, the thing is, is like, it's so hard. Like I'm like, Xander's not my type, but I'm like, Xander seems like a fun time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There seems was like a good time. There were moments with Xander. Cause it was like, usually I was like, I don't understand why this Casanova is getting all the ladies. And then there was like one scene with them and Yoli. And I was like, oh, I see. There's, there's, there's like a, an inner, like there's something in there that, you know, they can turn Needs it to come on. Out. Charming. Yeah. And did, Charm. did, you, yeah. did you see what they look like at the reunion? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the glow up mm -hmm. in the blue suit mm -hmm. it was so hot. Yeah. 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 So okay. 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 Yeah, I would, but yeah, I think, but you know what, actually at the reunion, I was like, okay, Vanessa would be fun for a night. Yes. Yeah. We, well, nobody but, can but, deny that. Nobody can deny that. Would that night ruin the rest of your life? Well, I mean, it depends on what person you took on the show, I suppose. If I took my ex on, I think it could have saved me from about two and a half years <laughs> of a really uncomfortable relationship. Like I did it. There was a finger. Open it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you're with somebody that you're like, we hope to repair after this and we hope to get closer. No, nah, Vanessa would wreck, like wrecking ball, wrecking ball, wrecking one ball. finger wrecking ball. Yeah. You need someone like Sam. Sam would be fun to just like hang out with because she would just like really push. She's like a therapist. Yeah. She's literally a therapist. Yeah. Sam, I think Sam likes, like really did help. Was it Tiff? Tiff. Yeah. She helped Tiff. Yeah. Sam helped Tiff a lot. And the thing she said, I was like, yes, that is exact. And she like good with boundaries and like good with like not losing her shit and like like pausing when angry, like all these, she has tools. She was the only one on there that came in with some tools. Yeah. Yeah. She did. She really, she emotionally, her emotional tools were on point for a lesbian. I was, yeah. I mean, and then like when Tiff was lashing out about the dog, not being in the bed, I understand that you're upset, but I'm also not going to let you speak to me this way. And at the at the end of the day, this is something that you need to work on because this has nothing to do with me. I'm just here. I could be somebody else. And you do the same thing. So this is something you need to reflect on. I was like, you don't get that in any other reality show. Except How many lesbians lesbian do you think show? watching that just grabbed a pen and were like, we can say shit? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it was boundary? so different. It was so different from, um, what was the show? I watched it too, like a crazy person during the pandemic that was like everyone. Oh, the perfect, about the perfect match. Everyone has to find their perfect match. Oh, and it was the queer version. I only and... saw one episode of this and I can't think of the name either. See, that was chaos. Yeah. That was chaos. Should I go back and watch the rest of that? You should. Okay. Okay. It's we got to find the it's... name, but I might go back and watch it. Yeah. Cause like everyone's queer and it's, it's a queer version, but it's, it's like male identifying as well. Okay. And so you're like, it's like full on 
and and everyone's fucking. Okay, okay, that was very <laughs> different. I knew the oh, show with a lot of lesbians. There's going to be a, there was so little sex on this one. There was like, was it was so a lot. Shocked. Very yeah. But I was shocked because lesbians because lesbians are horny. So I didn't really understand. And even like Tiff with Sam, I'm like Tiff's a dog. Like yeah. you're telling me that they're not going to have like Tiff like one night. Well, I don't know. If I think if Tiff would have been paired with anybody else. There would have been something going on, you know. She just happened to be paired with her her life coach, you know, yeah. her, her therapist. You know, it was a conflict yeah. of interest if they got naked. Sure. But yeah, I really okay. thought there would be more sex. But there's always there's so much there's so much like emotion with lesbian. It was a lot of talking too, and I was like, guys, we can somebody take their shirts down. off. Come on, just but yeah. nobody <laughs> took their shirts off, and we all we watched every minute of it because that that is what you know. I've watched a lot of lesbian period movies, you know. We don't, it's not the hardcore scenes that keep us going back. It's the, it's the stolen glances and the, and the hand grazing and the it rock is. collecting. Why are so many fucking rock collecting movies? Listen, it's, you know, because you hold it in your hand and it's, it's it can <laughs> so be it's soft. A, it's a metaphor. It's, it's a metaphor. <laughs> My therapist told me that rocks were good for love. Okay. So, um, where does your, where does Timothy Chalamet fit into your your type that's a great question um when where did he where did it start um where was the what was the beginning of our relationship so, so this is a relation this is a thing this is an attraction yeah well no it's like a it's like i want to be him okay oh you this is so funny me and my wife were just talking about this the other day yeah. about like we were watching we talked about the movie goonies and like who we liked i was like i right. think I, I had a a crush on martha plimpton and she goes, oh, I had a crush on Sean Astin. I was like, you had a crush? And she was like, or, man, or I wanted to be him. I can't tell. And I'm like, oh, mm. I might have wanted to be Martha Plimpton. I can't tell. Like, that's weird. Is it a crush or do I want to be them? Yeah, I definitely think it's more of a want to be them. Like, I wouldn't, maybe I would hook up with queer Timothy Chalamet and call me by your name. Oh, boy, that was a good movie. Yeah, such a good movie. But I wouldn't yeah. hook up with straight boy, you know, fuck boy, Timothy Chalamet, who's dating Kendall Jenner. I'd want to hang out with Timothy Chalamet. I would be like, I just yeah. like, I like, there's just something about a soft boy. I feel like that I really identify with. Yeah. I don't know why it's like, this has become like a new thing over the past couple of years. But so question because of the, um, am I attracted to them or do I want to be them? Would you make out with yourself if you could? <laughs> no, because I'm not a lesbian that likes to date someone that looks like me. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. I just, I don't, I'm not attracted to like, it's like, I, I, I'm definitely attracted to like opposite of what I am and yeah no I but because it's I feel like there's a certain type of lesbian it's like you either date your doppelganger or oh yeah like, sometimes the they have the same names too like no way Terry and no. Terry have you never met no. like a Terry and Terry or like a like a two girls named Deb okay. <laughs> this is for the people I, who are <laughs> for the listeners who are like shit that's us it's Randy and Randy you know it's always it's always two androgynous names, but it's like Hope two lesbians. Died on the, the floor. Name. I'm not able to speak. I'm on the floor. <laughs> I'm actually. I've never. I've. <laughs> You've never met two lesbians with the same name because I've I've met like six. Thing I've ever heard of. So that would be twelve people. <laughs> oh, and are they all different couples? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, no. It's just like a, like a like a, a dodecahedron of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Polycule. No, they're all named um, Terry. <laughs> That would be great if it was a polycule named Terry. That would, should be a t-shirt. Or that's a, that's a, a band name. That's a, that's also a TV show. Forget wow. Big Brother. Let's do the polycule of the Terrys. 
Oh my God. Okay. We're just giving a lot of people ideas right now. And I, I think they're going to profit off us. And I'm not really, by the way, we're claiming this. So you can't, we're copyrighting I wrote it down. Right I copyrighted it's, this. It's, it's intellectual <laughs> property. Yeah. So calm Thank down, you. Chuck Lorre. You can't have it. <laughs> you can't. Sorry. So what's it like? I guess there's so many types of lesbians. You're a, you watch football. You're a football. Does that make you like, are you a, are you a athletic lesbian? I, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many labels no, these days. I, I don't want to add any like, more to it. Well, you know what? I actually don't know all the labels. I feel like sometimes I can be, it's weird. I feel like I can, I can actually be a bad lesbian when it comes to like keeping up with the trends of like what people are saying. Because that's why I'm also not on TikTok, which is, I know it's bad as a comedian, but I just can't. There's just too much. I've just found, I've carved out my little niche of things that I like on lesbian TikTok. Because some of them are a little too, I don't understand that. I don't know what that is. They're all dancing right. together. They look like each other. They They're in college. Like Okay. So, oh my God. So they're just, they're living like a fantasy. It's like, oh, well, they dance together. They just have pillow fights. They're in college. Like, this is a different time. We also sound like two old men talking about what we think lesbians <laughs> are right now. I mean, I think they're pillow fighting over there. You know, you know those, These young those lesbians, lesbians, they're just jumping around. TikTok. That's all they do. Just, just take it off their flannel shirts and hugging. We just, why didn't they take off their shirt already? You know, we just wait for them, but they keep talking. Oh my God. We are literally like, well, here's the thing. It's like, I don't like it when yeah. men objectify women, but, um, I do it sometimes and I don't, <laughs> I don't get mad at myself for it. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Okay. Well, listen, this is the end of our career. So I just like, let's just sit back and just, <laughs> I, I can't tell. I can't I just tell. sit back in my big leather chair. In Chicago in your mom's daddy, kitchen. My, I love it. My, I love my, it. My daddy, my daddy chair. It's time for five quick questions. This is a podcast in three parts. We chit chat it. We're going to play five quick questions and then we're playing a Mad Lib that I wrote specifically for you. Is your five quick questions. This was a weird one, but I ask every guest this. You've been offered three times higher than the highest rate you've ever been paid to perform at a nudist resort naked. Do you do it? Yep. Cool. Any follow up? No, man. Easy. Okay. You're just, yeah, I'm in. I'll pay them. Okay. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. That sounds like a great, that sounds like a, my next book deal. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm in, I'm all for it. It's so funny that it's just, it varies comic to comic. Some people are very much against it with long answers. Some people will do it with long answers. You're just like, I'm in. No, are you booking I'm it right in. now? Cause I'll do it. My October's yeah, free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'll take question number two. Uh, what celebrity do you get told that you look like and do you agree with it? I, I, there was one person that I got told I look like and I've already forgotten her name. I think she's a singer. Someone's like, you remind me of Paula. It was some sort of singer, but she was like this indie singer. And I looked her up and I was like, oh, I kind of do look like her, but she's like, okay. she, she's like now like 50 or something. But it, when I, when she was younger, I look, I don't know. They said it as they were walking out of my show in Edinburgh and I should have written it down, but I literally. Now we're, we're inviting you it now. It, we're if you find have any out. ideas, if you have any ideas, I'll let you know what they say in the comments. Yeah. Who do you look like? Oh, you look like the girl from Saturday Night Live. Um, oh, Via you know Senor. what? I do get that. Yeah. Via Senor. Yeah. yeah. Melissa. I, I, sometimes I do get that. Yeah. She's wonderful. Oh, she's okay, hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, I'm sure we're going to hear a Good lot one. more now that we've asked. Question number three. Question three. What is the worst thing you've ever read about yourself online? Or maybe your favorite worst thing? Because I've, I've, I'll, I'll give you mine real quick. Uh, recently, someone, uh, posted go. a mean comment on one of my videos and it just said i only know this is a woman because she's not funny <laughs> really <laughs> oh, really good that's wish, really good you i wish i would have screenshotted sure. that before i deleted it that was really good so whoever wrote that <laughs> like, the, you that know was what uh, i do a podcast called hammered heroes with my buddy brennan Fitzgibbons, and yeah, you um, do. and uh where we talk about athletes who are drunk and 
on drugs when they had epic performances. And like we had posted online, um, we had talked about the Damar Hamlin situation, which was basically Damar Hamlin was a, it is still currently a player. I can't believe it shockingly, um, still um, on the bills. And basically he went into cardiac arrest on the field um, because of a hit. And um, it was a really big deal. And uh, Brendan and I were talking about how the NFL covered it. And we weren't happy with how they covered it and how they try to make it this huge Christian thing. And I'll tell you what, I don't even remember what the people said, but for about, um, cause our videos can get some pretty big traction. Um, and our video that we released about it um, because we were basically shit talking NFL started to go viral, but in a way that was like, everyone was, it was just, everyone was mad at us and saying that, you know, basically like we're going to hell and that what? we're just these, like these liberal cucks and all this kind of stuff. And for a moment I had to turn off my phone because I was like terrified that I was like, I was like, is this how the threat death threats start? And I was having a panic attack and I was like, and Brendan was like, it's okay. So it's going to blow over. And I was like, should we delete yeah. the video? And our social media people at the time were like, no, no, <laughs> no, don't delete it. Write yeah. it out, baby. Write it out. This is, this is getting you more views. Yeah. And honestly it did. And then it goes away, but I will, it, there is this terror. I don't know if you've experienced that before where you like, on social media, you go viral, but in a really weird way. And it is scary. It was yeah. really scary. Um, but now they've already forgotten about it. But yeah, it was just that whole experience. I don't it know is what weird. Yeah. Exactly, when, but... when the, the, like a group of people that definitely hate you, like, I like, like if I ever put anything out about, uh, the ex-president or, um, every once in a while, just something like I have a, a song, a song about it's the lesbian national anthem and usually it's just lesbians and queer people or whatever. <laughs> and sometimes though, for, I don't know why, like the Christians get caught in the net and then I'll have Bible verses mm. and like all kinds of shit, you know, apparently I ruined the monarchy. That's not our national anthem. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basically there's all kinds of shit. But anyway, yeah, I was just curious if, if, uh, yeah, what you had, but similar, similar experiences. Yeah. All right. Question number four, this one gets weird. You've been kidnapped. Uh, you, you've been entered into a hot dog eating contest to save your life with a gun to your head. How many hot dogs could you eat? I mean, how many do I have to eat to, to live? I mean, basically more than the person next to you eating hot dogs. So, yeah. I will eat as many as I need to. Wow. Oh, I like the confidence. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not even number. Just I will fucking eat hot dogs until. This is like this is like the American version of Squid Game. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the way I like the point. Yeah. <laughs> me, I know my stomach. I'm like four. <laughs> I could definitely. I also love four. hot dogs. Okay, okay. Love hot dogs. So, so you just put them away. Yeah. Okay. So an this unlimited amount. Or Perfect. you die. Yeah. Or you die. Okay. You're, you're going to survive. You're going to be fine. Uh, you've been kidnapped yeah. again. You've been kidnapped again. Okay. Uh, this time you are forced to uh, perform on a reality TV show of your choice. Which reality TV show do you go on? There has to be a winner. So. The Circle. You go on The Circle? The Circle. Okay. I'd love to go on The Circle. You would do it without a gun to your head. It's fun. You're like... <laughs> Like, sign me up. If you want to bring the gun, Kinky, um, I'm just going to go on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I've already decided I'm going. Yeah, no, I like it because it's, you're like by yourself. You don't have to deal with people. I think I like the idea that you can come up with characters and you can play a character, you know, although I'd probably still play myself. I mean, it's, it's a total mind fuck. You're in isolation. Like, you're definitely going to go crazy. But I think it's a, it was like the hit of a, I don't, I don't want to fall in love on reality TV. Yeah. I got, I'm just not, I'm not going to do it. Circle. Circle okay. Wonderful. All right. Well, we've, we've chit chatted. We played five good questions. My favorite part of every show. And now it's time for Rad Libs. 
I've written a story. I've left out some parts of speech. If you give me the parts of speech together, we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Perfect. I need an adjective. Furry. Furry. Yes. I need an emotion. I almost said queer. <laughs> I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it. Queer. That is like, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to be queer today. There are no wrong answers in a Mad Lib. Yeah, I'm putting it. I'm putting queer. That's perfect. I need an excuse. I went to the bathroom. Uh, Something illegal. Uh, Guns in certain areas. I need a disaster. Uh, Like a natural disaster? Doesn't matter. Just a disaster. Wildfires. Wildfires. Yes. I need an article of clothing. A button up. Yeah. An an exclamation of disagreement. Fuck you. A body part? Um, the phalange. Phalange. That's is that right? I don't remember. It's just I know it's a body part because of friends. I believe it's your fingers, so it'd be like phalange gate. I need a verb ending in ing. Um, running. An adjective. Um, sparkly. A plural noun. Friends. A deity? A uh, deity, uh, Margaret Thatcher. Not a yes. deity, but yes. let's just, for some. You can worship anything. Rest in peace, Margaret Thatcher. Something delicate. A dainty towel. <laughs> uh, a verb? <laughs> uh, swim. Swim, yes, yes. An animal? Lion. Oh yeah, that fits. A food? Um, enchiladas. Yep. A noun? Um, desk? Yes. Uh, a family member? Uncle. Yep. A noun? Window? Good advice. You can change. We have a story, my friend. We have a fabulous story. Oh my God, story. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Woo! And uh, just because uh, you do love the NFL and you love your fantasy football team, it's just called a halftime speech. This is this year's <laughs> halftime speech. I'm not going to lie. The first half was furry. And I know you're feeling queer. We're losing this game for one reason and one reason alone. I went to the bathroom. This year hasn't been easy. First, when our head coach was caught with guns in certain areas. And then we lost our star player because of those wildfires. Uh, does that mean that we should hang up our button-up shirts and walk away? Fuck you. <laughs> you can still turn this thing around if you pull your phalanges out of your asses and start running. Uh, I know the other team out there is bigger and sparklier than we are, but we have something that they don't have. Friends. And by Margaret Thatcher, we're going to use them. We may have walked into this locker room a bunch of dainty towels, but when I open that door, I want you to swim out like a bunch of caged lions. You are ferocious and hungry for enchiladas. You run out that door together because there is no I in desk. I swear on my uncle's window that you can win. Play hard, use your heads, and remember our team slogan, you can change. Honestly, it works. I mean, I love it. I would go out and put it out all on the field. Do you feel inspired? Are you ready? Go out there and do your very best. Well, tell everybody right now. <laughs> tell everybody how they can uh, listen to your podcast, Hammered Heroes and Villains. Yes, yeah, so you can listen anywhere on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. So Spotify, Apple. Um, you can also check us out at Hammered Heroes Pod on TikTok. Um, I lied. I'm not on TikTok. Pod is actually. I am on TikTok. I just don't use it. You get. You could follow me. I think it's. I think I was. I think it's the at the real Sophie Santos. I'm not big bitch. enough to do that. I'm not big enough to do that. Which well, now that we're all following you, you're going to be. So you better start putting I out am. some... You're going to do it backwards. First, you get all these followers. You're like, well, I guess since I have followers, I should put out a video or two. Hey, there we go. Um, but yeah, you can follow us at Hammer Heroes Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Hammer Heroes Pod as well. We release videos. We've been taking a little bit of a hiatus because I've been in Edinburgh. 
but congratulations let's everybody just stop and acknowledge what a big deal that is pat yourself on the back that's huge you should have a holiday now i should i'm I'm going on holiday again uh (laughs) just not so i don't have to deal with the jet lag um and uh you but you can follow me at sophie e santos on instagram um that's where i post all my stuff and um you can see you know what i'm going to be doing the next uh sophie santos is codependent which we're now workshopping again and uh hopefully bring to a city near you well guys find follow friend uh sophie santos because she's been called by the internet uh, an up-and-coming rising star so uh get on the sophie santos bandwagon now and you heard her here first thank you so much for coming on thanks for having me interview complete I just binged the entire series The Ultimatum, Queer Love. Damn, that show is great. See, even Compute Lady is binging that show. Guys, how great was Sophie Santos? Oh my God, thank you, Sophie, for coming on right now. Listeners, just stop listening. Turn this podcast off and go, go find Hammered Heroes and Villains. That's Sophie's podcast. Give it a listen, give it a like, give it a follow, give it a subscribe. In fact, while you're just following, liking, and subscribing, go over to her Instagram and like and follow in her TikTok and watch all of her videos. Uh, but thank you, Sophie Santos, for coming on. Guys, I'm Kristen Key. I've been the host of another crazy mess of an episode. Please find me through my website, kristenkey.com. We do have the lesbian army that you can join now. It is on Patreon. Check that out. We have a VIP lesbian army only newsletter that's coming out once a month also we do have a regular newsletter just for anybody else that wants to know where i'm going next and what i've got going on um if you want to give a unique gift i sing songs for all kinds of people for all kinds of reasons so check me out on cameo uh next time i'll be bringing you another hilarious comedian we're gonna sit down we're gonna chit chat we're gonna play five quick questions do a mad live and then everybody goes home happy so until next time goodbye we're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's done.